It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more, plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delsey luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you can't miss this weekend. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM930, The Answer, online at theanswersarasota.com. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from the flagship studios of AM860 and AM930, The Answer. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I am the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast from Tampa, Florida, and all across America, nationally syndicated by the Genesis Communications Network. Also heard around the world broadcasting, where many of our great military men and women are listening overseas to us right now, and we want to thank them for their service to America. And to our first responders, our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, our hospital and ER room workers, and our 911 dispatchers, too. Thank you for the fantastic job you're doing keeping America safe. And to those first responders on the job right now up there in Beauregard, Alabama, up there in uh, uh, Georgia where there were injuries, uh, deaths certainly in Beauregard, 23 so far, 25 missing, over 100 people injured. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you and to the people listening up there uh, on our affiliate in that region which I believe is WLBB, uh, AM 11, uh, AM 1380, rather. And if that's true, and you people can hear us, help is on the way. Help is on the way. And to all those who work the third watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, the maintenance and janitorial workers, thanks for what you do, too. Do not forget to go to the Captain's America thirdwatch.com website to find out more about what it is the show is all about. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal, is with us. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. Let's say the pledge get rolling, and I know you want to say something because we're going to get into this uh, storm thing here. You ready? 
Yeah. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, flag of, of the United flag. States of America and, and to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We emphasize, ladies and gentlemen, the two words under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values, something that the progressive left democratic socialists want to get rid of. Mark my words. Now, talking about Beauregard, Alabama, where sometime around 2 p.m. yesterday, that deadly tornado touched down. There was actually two tornadoes in that area. Uh, we had one briefly touched down in the panhandle up there by you in Walton okay. County that shut down I-10. Now, do you know if I-10 is still shut down because of the high voltage lines that came down or not? From what I understand, it's open, but uh, but don't quote me on that. Okay, because uh, there were some high-voltage lines that came down. They had to shut the road, and people had to detour around it, but that was what we heard as of early, early this morning. So hopefully that's uh, that's been taken care of. But uh, there's nothing worse, Frank, when you're a first responder than to have to respond to an emergency where you start pulling children dead out of rumble or, 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 or wreckage of some sort. Yeah, I, I I've responded to a few tornadoes in my in my tenure, and it's if if you've never seen the devastation that the tornado leaves behind, mm-hmm. it is massive. It is. It, it is complete. Um, you know, the people in Mexico Beach understand it from the from the hurricane, but mm-hmm. hurricanes last a little bit longer than a tornado. A tornado comes down, it does it, and it's gone. Yep. And yep. and it is it it changes changes the world immediately for the people that are affected. Um, for the first responders, especially when you have to work at night, mm-hmm. it is one of the eeriest things that you ever want to go through because you are working amongst artificial light yep. and you are working amongst complete devastation. It yep. is something that stays with you. Yep, and it's very, very, very dangerous crawling around that stuff. Very dangerous. Oh, ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So to all the people up there. Uh, the first responders and especially the victims. Uh, yep. Boy, you've got a lot of empathy with me here, and uh, prayers to you all. And like the captain said, help is on the way if you're listening. To them. You bet. And we do have an affiliate up there, and uh, so I'm I'm banking that if they got transistor radios or whatnot that they're listening to us. So I've been talking to them uh, all night long. Now, uh, have you heard of the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact? Yeah, I have, and it's been creeping around for quite a while, and now it's starting to get some voice. Well, it's an agreement among a group of states in the District of Columbia to guarantee that the candidate that wins the popular vote will win the presidency. It seems fair on the surface, but only on the surface, and it's a way to bypass the Electoral College and effectively nullify the Constitution that they continually repudiate. Yeah, this is uh, this is one more step by the progressives to try to get uh, to, uh, the popular vote codified uh, instead of having the Electoral College. And that negates what we are, which is a constitutional republic that is actually represented by representative government. The Electoral College is meant to, uh, the, to safeguard people in quote-unquote flyover country. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've got... You've got things like Illinois, uh, places like Illinois, it's got Chicago, New York has New York City, California has San Francisco, and, uh, and, and Los Angeles, and that's where the bulk of the populations are. This really supercharges the vote for people who live in urban areas. Mm-hmm. Now, it's um, fair to say that in many of these states, many of these states, um, we have got proportional 
uh, electoral votes where if uh, the Republican candidate wins uh, uh, 27, because they're by delegates by name, if the Republican right. candidate wins 27 out of 55 and the other person wins uh, 28 out of 55, one gets 27, one gets 28, correct? That's correct. So they would have to turn around and change their own constitution to reflect that change, and they don't, just don't do that by passing a law. No, okay. Changing the constitution, you know, when you when you when you talk about changing the constitution, everybody thinks the federal level, and right. they they talk about that impossibility. It's just as far as the state level. Yeah, you know, you have you you have to go about altering your constitution. It's not an easy thing, even at the state level. Mm-hmm. So when when they do this, when when you're when states are signing on to this by executive order, mm-hmm. um, it's it literally at both the state and the federal level is unconstitutional. Right. And the states that are involved in this, ladies and gentlemen, are California, Colorado, Connecticut, the District of Columbia, uh, Hawaii, Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington State. And they're all predominantly Democratic states. All right. Hold that thought, Frank, and call or hold the line because you'll be next when we come back. We'll ask to have you ask your question or make your statement. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, and we're coming right back with more. Don't go anywhere. Monday morning edition. It's another one of those days, a manic Monday, and it sure started out that way, snowing in the Northeast. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Why should I do it? Why should I do it? I got Obama fault! We never treated President Bush the way they treat President Obama. Uh, Days whining that it. We just have to get people out to vote. Captain's America. Does it look to you that we have fake scandals to join the ranks of fake news? Some of the people with the fake news are creating the fake scandals. Overnight from 2 to 6 on AM 930, The Answer. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. Heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Overnight, Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Already in this portion of the program brought to you by our very good friends at the Moss Family Automotive Group. We had a very successful and uh, very well-attended event up at Moss uh, Nissan, part of the Moss Family Automotive Group, the flagship Nissan store in Newport Ritchie. The, the, the police dogs over there, the canines, very well received. The fan club for Yogi and Shep was alive and well. Had, had the T-shirts there, had people getting autographs from the uh, deputies that handled the dogs. And we actually had four working uh, deputy canines there. It was something to see, put on a great exhibit. Everybody loved it, and it was very well attended. We thank everybody. All right, Frank uh, Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal and the Underground USA podcast is with us. Hey, Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. All right. Waiting on the line very patiently has been Larry from St. Pete, and he has a statement with a question in it. So, Larry, go right ahead and ask Frank. Okay. Uh, I had a thought about countering the uh, bill that the Democratic states are proposing for their state, and that is that the rural states band together, and they pose a bill that every state has to have all uh, all their electoral college votes go to who wins the popular vote in that state. At that, okay. Uh, okay, that's a bill, a national bill yep. I propose that they could make. All right. Thanks, Larry. All right, Frank, go ahead. What do you think? 
No, that's that's a that's a tit for tat thing, right? You know, uh, mm-hmm. once again, once again, you're going to see a constitutional challenge to it. Because, Correct. Um, you have to change the the constitutions of each state, and then because it's a federal election, it would actually have to be affected by federal law. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the you know, if you want to, if if the red states want to get down to something, something potent, what they want to do is is double down on the electoral college with an educational uh, push because people don't understand the electoral college. Right. It it is absolutely the most, the most genuine and honest way to represent the people when electing the president of the United States that there is. And, and the very first lesson people need to understand is that our direct votes do not elect the president of the United States. That's right. They elect mm-hmm. electors That's to right. go to the Electoral College mm-hmm. in order to vote for the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And that's why it protects the people in red districts mm-hmm. and in red states, especially in the less populated states like you get Wyoming, mm-hmm. Montana, where where per capita there are less people. It, it keeps it. Mm-hmm. it it protects their voice in the election of the president. Right. Um, but because we don't teach civics in schools anymore, mm-hmm. we don't teach what the Electoral College is about. It is actually the best way to do this. And let me explain something uh, this way, if I can. Um, uh, let me explain it to you this way, um, uh, the folks that are listening. If you're in Florida with 27 electoral votes, I think that's the number we have, and you're in the 13th congressional district and the Democrat wins, that's one Democrat elector that gets the vote, right? But if you're in the 16th congressional district and a Republican wins, the Republican gets the electoral vote. So you got one for one, one for the other. And that's the way the vast majority of the states are set up, the way the votes are split. Whoever wins in the various congressional district gets the electoral vote. And and then you have to look at who gets seated in the electoral college. Mm-hmm. The state has electoral votes according to the number of districts and their senators. Yeah. Now Democrats, you know, so, go ahead. Also, yeah. Also, also remember that you know this is why every census we go about redistricting by population. Yep. Because people are represented in the electoral college by these congressional districts, which means when you see a move away from an urban area into uh, a suburban or or a, or a rural area, mm-hmm. it's getting more potent because these districts are carved up. Now, Democrats have been planning for a long time, going back as long as I can remember, and you too, for that matter, to functionally eliminate the rural red states and change the Electoral College. This has been a long-time goal uh, for the selection of president, uh, switching it over to the populist blue states where they would run the roost. And even if it meant depending on widespread voter fraud, ballot harvesting, mass voting of illegal aliens in states like California, New York, Oh yeah, did I say New Jersey? Okay, I can go on, but I don't need to. Yeah, Illinois too, and this is this is one of the reasons why so many people are up in arms about motor voter, mm-hmm. where where you immediately when you sign up for a driver's license, you were asked, "Do you want do you want well, to be registered to vote as well?" Remember Ohio? Remember the buses that left Philadelphia and Baltimore that went into Ohio with people with a motor voter to vote, and they found out about it? Remember Jim Jim Trafficant? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're talk- this is why this is why states like California and Illinois, and New York, who mm-hmm. have who have mandated and legalized the uh, the issuing of driver's license to people who are not citizens, is so critical. 
Mm-hmm. Now, because, ballot because people who work at the DMVs who do not, and a lot Illinois has a law that says you can ask right. whether you're a citizen or not. Yep. They get the right to vote right there in federal elections. This mm-hmm. is why the border issue is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, ballot harvesting is the practice of collecting absentee ballots by third parties and then submitting them for the voter. It is illegal in every states, every state except for California and Arizona. It smacks 100% of voter fraud. And with millions of illegal immigrants in California of voting age, the sanctuary policy is still enforced there. And registering to vote when they apply for a driver's license is automatic. They could conceivably swing any election because most of them sign up as Democrats and they might not even know they're being signed up that way. That's right. It's it's tantamount to uh, proxy voting, which is a sure way to fix an election. That's correct. Y- you know, so y- once again, if we, we you don't hear a lot, you'll hear the the occasional case here and the occasional case here of a state actually going after somebody who commits voter fraud mm-hmm. and voter registration fraud. We have to make it a very serious offense with a ton of jail time behind it. Mm-hmm. To, try, to try and fix this thing because we are literally, literally, elections are being stolen in our urban areas. And, you know, people don't understand. They keep referring to a democracy. You hear the Democrats all the time, a democracy. We are, we are, we are not a democracy. No. We are a constitutional republic. We have a representative government, mm-hmm. and, and nothing, nothing enshrines that more than the Electoral College. We elect people to represent us to vote for the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. It is the best way to secure power for the minority as equal as the majority. It makes opportunity and balance happen in our government at the electoral level. Mm-hmm. And let me try to explain something this way. In a democracy... There could simply be a vote to decide what rights you will have or not have and change with the political winds. Now, a citizen would no longer be able to depend on a constitution that forever guarantees those rights, but will have to rely upon instead a fickle Congress or electorate instead. Simply put, in a democracy, the rights of the minority are not protected. That's right. It is it is mob rule. 51% beats 49%, and that means the rights that are that are endowed to us as inalienable mm-hmm. are always vulnerable in a democracy and a representative mm-hmm. constitutional republic. They are not. Now, here's the problem, as I see it. This compact is arguably unconstitutional, but nobody has tested it. Yeah, you, you, you have to start, you know, Democrats and progressives love to move things that are unconstitutional through our judicial process because it's been politicized to a great deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, we we need to get smart minds to be able to put challenges to these things at the at the uh, at the local and state and and, and appellate levels uh, before it hits the Supreme Court, so that we can make sure that there are reasons to kick it back. Mm-hmm. And remember, we had to talk about the uh, <clears throat> who declared the uh, presidential candidates eligible to be able to run. It was up to the political party. You, yeah, you and bet. there was no instrument in place to challenge that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't. No, nope. you know, it's it is the one thing when, when people talk about you know this goes back to the Obama birth certificate thing, and like mm-hmm. I said, it, it was a moot point because there's no authority by anybody that's to ask right. for anything, but for the the political party. That's, that's the correct. Only, that's the only entity that vets if you're eligible to run. Not Congress. Not there's a law. There, it's constitutionally mandated, 
that there's requirements, but there's no authority to check. So here's what's about to happen, in my opinion. If the next Democratic presidential candidate wins the popular vote but loses the Electoral College as constitutionally applied, there will be one hell of a fight going on literally across this country, and it could spread into the streets. Well, it will in the urban areas. You can bet on that. It's going to happen. It'll happen in Chicago, New York. Yep. It'll happen in, you know, in in Michigan, in Detroit. It's going to happen in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Yep. So if the Republicans are listening, and I know you are because we're up in Washington, yep. why don't you get your stuff together and get ahead of this to make sure that there is an entity that gets to vet eligibility and and so that we can make sure that we can protect the Electoral College. All right, Frank, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next uh, Friday, 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 Friday. <laughs> you got it. Say hello. All right, thank you very much. And that's our buddy Frank Solato, and we've been talking to him for years. I'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. The Underground USA podcasts can be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, and accessed through the Himalaya podcast app for all your smart devices. This podcast is a production of Underground USA, accessible at undergroundusa.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.